0: church but you've come to a one God tongue talking devil chasing Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name brother cox come and preach to us put your hands together one one more time under the Lord in Jesus' name Hell hates an apostolic church. Hell hates it when people that are fighting all kinds of stuff just keep on living for God. Hell hates it when people get out of denial and admit that they need God. But you're in a place tonight where God still delivers from the spirits of denial. Spirits that says, I can do it my own way. Spirits that say, I'll just hold on to a part of truth. The rest, the rest is opinion. Spirits that say, I believe in God and I believe in the Holy Ghost, but I just want to live my life my way, and that belief's enough to get me through that's spirits of denial. Spirits of denial. That's the voices of hell telling you that you don't need the no whole Bible. That you're okay with just some of the Bible. Spirits of denial are going to be one of the number one things that cause people to be lost because they can never come to the realization that I desperately need everything that God has. And I believe God wants to liberate people in this building from a hell-sent spirit of denial. You aware you desperately need the hand of God to do a great work in your life. And God's ready to liberate hearts, minds, lives, and whole families in this congregation tonight. I think we ought to lift our hand and just worship the King for just a moment right now. I think somebody ought to lift their voice in this building right now. Hallelujah. Jesus is in this house. And I pray God brings some clarity in this building. Hallelujah. God's here to save souls in this service tonight. God's here to save church people. From the idea that praying through one time years ago was enough to get them by. I feel like tonight's renewing night in the Holy Ghost. feel like tonight's coming home night in the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to tell you, I've got a burden on my spirit tonight, and I'm going to preach until I feel it lift. I feel like God has come specifically to deal with specific people so that salvation can complete its perfect work in this service. I believe God's come to wake some people up in the Holy Ghost. Book of Luke, Chapter Thirteen Verse Twenty Four. Glad Pastor and his wife are back tonight. And, uh, Sister Gizondi helps me out because she makes me look like I've got a lot of money. I appreciate her blessing me and helping me out. Amen. Go buy old soul bags. Spend a lot of money on her stuff. Luke 13 and verse number 24. Jesus said, strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. you realize the weight of that statement right there? That at our best efforts, somebody's still going to go to hell. That ought to put a fight in your spirit. I want to be a part of those that get in. When once the master of the house is risen up and hath shut to the door, and you begin to stand without and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence you are. Then shall you begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence you are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see Abraham and Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. This entire day... God's been burdening my heart to reach tonight. And I want to preach about the tragedy of going to hell from an apostolic pew. The tragedy of going to hell from an apostolic pew. I have some praying Holy Ghost filled people that would lift your voice and help the preacher right now fill after the Holy Ghost. Are there some elder prayer warriors right now that would reach way back from old days and get an anointing on you right now? Would you lift your voice? God, we need your anointing to destroy every yoke of bondage. Come on, is there just ten that would lift your voice a little higher and let a spirit of intercession touch your lips right now? Come on, I feel something starting to take place right now. Come on, prayer warriors, I need your help. Go ahead, let it flow. We're going to have old-time conviction step into this house right now. Come on, there it is. That's the pricking of the heart. Old-time convictions will going to tear down some barriers. Go step past the pretenses. Somebody's in the Holy Ghost right now. And God's starting to tap on somebody's heart, saying, Let's let the fakery die down right now. Let's let the walls come down right now. God, let an old time conviction baptize your people tonight, God. Praise God. You may be see it. You're in an apostolic church tonight. You're in a church that preaches the apostles' doctrine that is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets with Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. You're in a church that preaches the only saving message that there is to preach. You're in a place where salvation is obtainable, where truth is proclaimed. There's no reason anybody's got to leave this service tonight in an unsaved condition. Jesus is in this house. The Holy Ghost is at work in this service. There is truth here. There is salvation in this building for every man, woman, and young person here tonight. And we need a hunger to baptize us today like we've never had baptized the people of God before. We need an old-time hunger for the things of God to push us, to drive us, to go back to altars of repentance and to go back to places of travail and intercession. That today is the day that there are people in this house, and I've come with sniper fire tonight, to be specific, to preach to specific hearts and situations in this service. That there are individuals in this building right now, despite the walls you've got up, you are in desperate need of the Holy Ghost, and you're not right with God. And I've come to preach tonight that today is the day of salvation. Not later, not six months from now, not ten years from now. Right now is the day to get right with God. We are living in the last days. There's a stirring taking place in our world. Uh, If anybody pays attention to the news, we're living in shaky times. We are living in troubling times. Uh, We need a stirring to take place in the house of God, uh, and we need an awakening that it's not time to sleep, uh, but it's time to wake up, and it's time to reach our world, and it's time to start living for God like we've never lived for God before. I confess, as a 29-year-old apostolic evangelist uh, that has traveled this nation and been in all kinds of different environments in the apostolic church— about how many today in this generation are becoming spiritually inactive in the churches that they're going to, uh, that can come in in good churches like the church you're in tonight. In case you didn't understand it, you're in a good church tonight uh, that could come in and sit on pews but still not know how to pray and still not be involved in worship and still be carnal. And I'm bothered uh, about how in some have come in these last days uh, about the condition of their soul uh, and the spirituality of their life. Uh, it bothers me that so many apostolic people can easily commit fornication and play with their purity as if it doesn't really matter how they Live and what they're doing. Uh, It bothers me how people can take part in sinful activities uh, and still run aisles, lift their hands, and act as if uh, everything is all right in their life. Uh, As if there's no consequences, as if it's no big deal how we're living, as if it's no big deal what they're doing, uh, as if hell isn't real, as if heaven isn't real, as if it doesn't really matter about convictions and consecration. Uh, I told you tonight, I've come with sniper fire. Uh, Too many young people die young. And die unexpected uh, for us to live under the lie that we've always got time to get everything straightened out uh, and that there's always going to be another service uh, and another revival. Uh, There is a callousness that is baptizing people in this last day. Uh, We have have done this generation a disservice uh, by not preaching about eternity uh, as frequent and as strong uh, as the elders did before us. Uh, We have done this generation a disservice. by not preaching about eternity uh, with the intensity uh, that O's before us did. Uh, And we wonder why so many are being raised up uh, without any fear of God, uh, without any fear of entering eternity lost. Uh, It's because we've been silent on the fact uh, that there really is consequences uh, to what you're doing and how you're living. Come on, I'm going to to preach until something breaks in this house tonight. Uh, Let this evangelist step back. Uh, You want to talk about old-time Pentecost? Uh, Let's talk about old-time Pentecost. Uh, Let's talk about a generation of preachers uh, that would step to a pulpit and say it's time to start living like Jesus is coming back today uh, because hell is hot uh, and hell is long uh, and the Bible's not nothing to play around with uh, and your soul uh, is not nothing to play around with. I think somebody ought to lift your hands for just a moment and feel after the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, conviction is going to do a work in this service tonight. Come on, I've come to throw some cold water on this generation. I've come to get some eyes to pop. As a result, I believe that's why we've got so many in the church that have no fear of playing with sin. We are reaping a generation with no healthy fear of God, with no concern about dying lost, with a generation without fear. Feel like doctrine doesn't really matter. And feel like consecration doesn't really matter because we're so good. And you know this evangelist. This is my third revival. I don't have to sit here and talk to you how much I love shouting and rolling on the floor. I've done it here already in this revival. But we have done this generation a disservice by getting them all used to shouting but don't know how to get consecrated and live with convictions and realize doctrine really does matter and holiness really does matter and separation really does matter. We're raising up young people uh, that feel like they can play with sin uh, as if it's not really a big deal, uh, as if eternity isn't real, uh, as if it really doesn't matter how you live. Uh, And I know some are already trying to tune me out, uh, thinking you're just here to play with my emotions. Uh, I would to God that still worked. Uh, You've seen a lot scarier stuff on your iPhone than what I could preach to you about today. Uh, But I pray that old-time conviction uh, would begin to work in this house uh, and cut through the boredom uh, and cut through the distractions and realize living for God is more than just coming and lifting a hand and running an aisle while you go right back to playing with sin. Living for God is getting the heart right. Living for God is getting the... Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody right now. I told you... I remember as a child, huh, I would be afraid before I got the Holy Ghost uh, of dying lost and going to hell. Huh? I would be afraid of God coming back. Huh? I remember at eight years old coming to my mother and confessing crazy little things uh, that I did. Huh, because I said, Mom, I don't want to go to hell. Huh? I don't want God to come back. Huh? And I, I'm eight years old. Huh? But there was a fear of God in my life. Huh? Because somebody huh, was not afraid to stand in a pulpit and preach heaven is beautiful. Huh? But hell is Hot. Uh, we've got to get something in our spirit uh, that if you want to talk about old time Pentecost, uh, it ain't just rolling on the floor. Uh, it's talking about living like eternity starts tomorrow. Uh, it's talking like living like God's coming today. But we've got a tough generation. We're raising up a tough generation. We're raising up generation that says, You're not gonna move me, preacher. You can preach about it all you want, but you're not going to scare me into an altar. They think they can fake God. Or at the very least they feel like they can fake those around them uh, and look like everything's spiritual and put up a facade uh, and they're living like there's no eternity. Uh, We are sadly living in a generation uh, that knows how to leap for joy, uh, that knows how to run the aisles uh, and dance in the church uh, while still living in sin uh, without feeling any guilt or fear of judgment. Uh, We need God to shake this generation uh, with a vision of eternity. Uh, We need to quit playing games uh, when it comes to church, brother, uh, I want every young person in here to hear me. Uh, You don't have time that you think you've got. Uh, God can call your number tomorrow. Uh, You've got to get this down in your spirit. I've got to live for God with all my mind. Uh, I've got to live for... If I was preaching about blessing, people would be running the aisles. Uh, But when you preach conviction, when people should weep, when people should come to an altar people get afraid. What we used to say, boy, I miss old-time preaching. No, we don't miss old-time preaching because half of us wouldn't be able to stand it. We would say it was too harsh. It was too mean. It was too judgmental. He got too intent in my lifestyle. He got too pointed on how I was living. We are living in a world that is consumed with apathy, uncaring, unconcerned about anything else but self-pleasure. We just want religion to make us feel good. I just want to get patted on the back all the time. I want to always go into a new dimension of blessing. Thank God for blessings and thank God for favor. I'm not going to qualify everything again tonight, but I'm telling you something. It's more than just living in the overflow of the blessings of God. When you've got sin in your life, you can't live in the overflow of the blessings of God. We're raising a generation that can sit in the house of God with sin in their life and brag about it instead of feel convicted about it. There is, people can come in with that still small voice talking to them, and they know they're not living like they should be living. But they lift their hands and they think, Well, I'm not too far gone because I can still feel the presence of God, I can still feel the touch of God. So I guess I'm okay. I look in my rearview mirror and Jesus is still standing there. So I can continue to play with I haven't gone too far yet. You're playing a dangerous game with your soul. You are playing a dangerous game. uh, The consequences pay out in eternity. I know as I'm standing here preaching, uh, you're saying, why don't you preach what Jesus preached? Uh, I am preaching what Jesus preached. Uh, He preached more about eternity and hell than he did about heaven. You know why? He was trying to warn people. you've got to get right. Uh, I've come to save souls. Uh, I've come to save people that are bound. Uh, Jesus preached you've got to get out of hell and you've got to get into heaven. He said, strive. Uh, You're not going to get to heaven by accident. Uh, You're not going to get there and say, I wonder how I got here. I must have got lucky. No, no, no. Uh, If you're going to walk on streets of gold, uh, it's going to be because there was a fight in your spirit. Uh, I've got to be saved. Uh, I've got to be saved. Uh, I've got to be saved. It's not going to be because you were playing games. Uh, It's not going to be because you were pretending you were right. It's going to be because something and you said, I'm striving. uh, I'm fighting. uh, I've got to make it. uh, I've got to make it. uh, I've got to make it. Somebody lift your hands and fill after the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, somebody lift your voice. Go ahead. Somebody's got God's attention right now. false doctrine because it's telling people they're saved without telling them what it takes to get saved. Isaiah 5 and 3, he said, my people are gone into captivity because they have, 513, because they have no knowledge. He said, My people are in captivity because they have no knowledge. Therefore, hell uh, hath enlarged herself uh, and opened her mouth without measure uh, and their glory uh, and their multitude uh, and their pomp. uh, And he that rejoiceth, uh, all those without knowledge are going headlong into hell. He said, My people are perishing uh, because there's lack of knowledge. Uh, Can I tell you, it does matter what you believe uh, and it does matter how you live. Uh, There's only one way to get out. Of hell and get into heaven. And I preached it here yesterday. You've got to repent of your sins. You've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And you've got to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But, brother, that's not the end all. Let me step on and continue preaching past that. That's what gets you into the body. But if you're going to stay in the body, you've got to understand the Bible still says holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. It matters how you live. It matters how you talk. It matters what you do. It matters. It matters. where. You, come on, I'm preaching to somebody. Huh? He said, my people are dying uh, because they don't have knowledge. Uh, I'm telling you, it matters what you know. And it matters what you do with what you know. Huh? It matters what your lifestyle is like. God really is in the details. No, 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 no. No, no. I'm going on, I'm on to carve my own path. You're going to carve the path called the Broadway. No, no, no. I believe in Acts 38 I've never let go of the oneness of God. Uh, But I I just don't think some of these standards are necessary. And I don't think it matters how I dress. Uh, And I don't think it matters how I live. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're letting that spirit of justification tell you that you can live the way you want to live and still skate into heaven. But Jesus said you've got to get something down in your spirit now. There's only a straight and narrow gate. And you're going to have to scribe. You're going to have to squeeze. You're going to have to push yourself. Because there's going to be a lot that try to get there. But they're going to perish for lack of knowledge. preaching about attorney right now and people are bored 45 years ago I would have already had to call an altar call because there was a day when people that weren't right knew they weren't right and they wouldn't come into the house of God and try to act like they were right when they knew they weren't living right when they knew better and that's that's where I came to preach to somebody right here. Uh, I've come to preach to you about a group of people in our text. Uh, these were people uh, that had been to church. Uh, these were people. Uh, they said, "You have taught in our streets. Uh, we have ate and drank in your presence." Uh, these were not people, uh, Brother Sergeant, uh, that had never been to church. Uh, these were not people that didn't know uh, the message of salvation. Uh, these were people that had sat at the feet of Jesus Christ Himself uh, and had heard some of the greatest preaching uh, that they would ever hear. Uh, these. These were people, if I can bring it to where we're at, uh, that were there on Sunday morning uh, when they were singing about the blood, uh, and people were running the aisles, uh, and pastor was rolling on the floor, uh, and somebody was talking in tongues. Uh, these were people uh, that had heard the best preaching in the world, uh, that had heard the best messages ever preached uh, from the greatest preacher that ever preached, uh, Jesus Christ Himself. Uh, these were people that were at all the fellowship events. Uh, they had ate and drank. Uh, they had been to all the potlucks. Uh, they had been to all the church dinners. Uh, these. These were people uh, that were not lost uh, because of no knowledge. Uh, they didn't go to hell uh, because they didn't know any better. Uh, these were people that knew better. Uh, these were people that knew what it took to get in. Uh, but these were people that said, uh, I just don't think it's really necessary. Uh, I just don't think it really matters. Uh, I just think the preacher's getting too worked up. Uh, I hear you. I enjoy the singing. Uh, I enjoy the preaching. Uh, but I really don't think that lifestyle is all that important. Uh, these were people uh, that would go into eternity Uh, saying I didn't have to be here uh, because I knew better. Uh, I had an opportunity to go to the altar. Uh, I had an opportunity when that evangelist uh, that was making me so mad uh, on a Monday night was preaching uh, to walk to an altar and be broken in the Holy Ghost uh, and let God change my life. Uh, These were people that would spend eternity saying it didn't have to be this way. With Acts 2.38 ringing in your ears. What a tragedy it would be to go to hell with hero Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord still ringing in your ears. And knowing the whole time I didn't have to come here, I knew better. After the Holy Ghost What a tragedy to go to hell and say, "You know what i 'm here, but I didn't have to be because I sat in service after service." where God dealt with me, and God sent a preacher to preach to me, and God convicted me, and I knew what it took. I was, I was 15 steps from that altar. Uh, I, I could have just stood up at any point, uh, and all I had to do was walk and fall on that altar and be broken uh, and begin to say, God, take my pride, take my arrogance, uh, take my false pretenses, take my sin. All I had to do uh, was get out of my seat uh, and walk and fall uh, into that Pentecostal altar, uh, and everything would have been fine, uh, and I'd be walking on the streets of gold right now. Uh, But he said workers of iniquity. uh, That's people that says not only uh, do I not think it matters uh, but I don't want anybody telling me that it matters. Uh, I want you to quit telling me how to live. Uh, I want you to quit telling me that I'm wrong. Uh, It's people that say I know better but I'm going to make my own path uh, and I'm going to make my own way. Uh, And he said you're going to be upset to find out uh, that you went to eternity uh, and you didn't have to go there uh, because by your own mouth let me judge you tonight. Uh, You said uh, text uh, that we heard you preaching our uh, we were there, uh, then why aren't you on your way to heaven? Uh, because when you go to eternity, uh, you're going to remember every message you heard preached. Uh, you'll remember this Monday night uh, when that evangelist was sweating through his socks uh, and pleading with you saying, come on, uh, tonight is the night. Uh, today is the day. Uh, what more have you got to prove? Uh, what more do you got to, what point are you trying to prove? Uh, God's reaching. Uh, God's pulling. Uh, heaven is real and hell is real. Uh, you'll say I could have just got out of my pew uh, and I could have crawled to the altar and if I to just stay there until sin was broken. I wouldn't be in hell tonight. Uh, Come on. I I know some people already checked out. Uh, You can be dismissed whenever you want. uh, But I've come to preach to somebody in this building right now. God is reaching for you uh, and God's given you more mercy than he's given other people. But what's it going to take for God to get a hold of you? You know too much uh, to go to hell. You know too many messages uh, to go to hell. You know too much truth to play games with your soul. Come on, somebody, you got to realize. There are some people here I don't believe they really think hell is real. Because if they really believe hell is real, they would have done God right with God a long time ago. Hell is too long for me to be wrong. Because I've got a point to prove. I would to God the goodness and the mercy of God would step into this house and say, Hey, somebody knows too much to go to hell. Go ahead, Elder. Lift your voice. Go ahead. Lift your voice. Go ahead. There's some young people here that are a little uncomfortable. Let me tell you about the church you were born into. It was a church that's trying to save people from hell. I got too many friends that set on apostolic church pews that are in hell tonight because they had a point to prove, because they said, preacher's not going to move me. I don't think this is really necessary. I've got stuff I want to do. Look, I still believe in God. Look, I'm still worshiping. Look, come on. You're playing a game with hell whose consequences play out a lot worse than you realize. I've come to reach with everything in my spirit. You know too much to go to hell. God's got too much invested in your soul. God sent a preacher all the way from Louisiana to preach somebody. It would be a tragedy to go to hell from a service like this, uh, remembering uh, this service play in your mind. Uh, I was so close to that altar. Uh, all I had to do was lay my pride down. Uh, all I had to do was quit worrying about what my friends thought. Uh, all I had to do uh, was say, you know what? Uh, I've got to get right with God. Uh, and I would have prayed through the Holy Ghost uh, and I wouldn't be here. Come on. God's talking to somebody. Go ahead, every eye closed, God's talking to somebody. I'm not making a move till I feel something lift right now. I'm gonna let conviction just begin to do its work. Come on. Come on, God's talking to somebody right now. How long are you gonna go? being miserable because you're lying to yourself. Come on, I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to ask somebody. Is is the peer pressure of what people are going to think really that important to you? Uh, Come on, are all these things you feel like you can't live without really that big a deal? Uh, Come on, I pray the Holy Ghost uh, would begin to move in this place in a mighty way. Uh, I pray conviction would begin to push past uh, an excuse right now. Uh, I pray even the irritation uh, that I'm feeling come against this preacher. Uh, I'm not preaching hateful. I'm not being hard. I'm preaching with more mercy than I've ever preached in my life. Uh, I feel a burden on my heart to plead with somebody. God's got too much invested in you. You know where you belong. You know what truth is all about. You know what you should be doing, but you're playing games with eternity. You're playing games with time that you don't have. What a tragedy it would be to be lost in eternity knowing I knew truth. I knew what the word of God said. I had opportunities to be changed. I had opportunities to come back home, but I never thought it was necessary I had to prove that no man was going to move me. Uh, I had to prove uh, that I could show him that I'm doing it right. Uh, I had to prove my opinion, uh, and I could have gone and avoided this. Go ahead, church. If you know how to pray, I need you to lift your voice. Are there any elders that remember what intercession is about that would help the young evangelists in this pulpit right now? Are there any elders... That remember old time pinnacles and moments like this that when somebody begin to lift their voice and travail and know what groanings and utterings can be about. Backslider, I feel an urgency to tell somebody, you need to be in this altar and you need to be praying right now. You need to let some walls come down. Huh? You're not fooling anybody. Huh? You're not fooling your family. Huh? You're not fooling anybody around you. You know better and you've just tried to ignore it. That's it. I need a. I need a prayer in church to help create an atmosphere. Come on, elders, lift your voice and begin to pray under an old anointing right now. Are you really going to attempt to raise your children with no knowledge of truth and wait till they're teenagers? Before you realize the mistake and try to get them back to the house of God, but now they're not interested because you raised them outside of truth. You're going to throw your soul away because you've got a point to prove. Come on, God's gonna lift some young people tonight from the back and forth. God's gonna break the bondage of hell tonight. Come on, God's gonna help somebody step out of denial. God's gonna help somebody put down your walls of false pretenses. Come on, God's pulling somebody back to the fold. There's absolutely no reason why everybody in this building hasn't made your way to an altar yet. God's reaching, let old time conviction work. That was a pretty good, preacher. Not bad, preacher. You got real excited. Not bad, preacher. You almost had me. But you're just a little too emotional. I don't think it's that big a deal. I think you're just trying to use scare tactics. Uh, you can say whatever you want, but I'm preaching more Bible than I've ever preached in a pulpit before. The purpose of what I'm doing is trying to get people out of hell and into an altar of salvation. Come on, how long? You've been to enough church services. You know better. You've heard enough preaching. You know better. God, I pray you'd give us a fear of God. God. God, I pray you'd help us get one eye on the next world. Only fools mock at sin. Only a fool plays with their soul. Come on, you've heard the preaching. You know Acts 2.38. You know you're trying to defy it. You're trying to pretend like it doesn't matter. But you know holiness matters. You know what the Bible says. You're trying to disprove it. But you know it's there. It's driving you crazy in the back of your mind. How long before you come to an altar? Come on, we're gonna break it in this altar. God's gonna pull somebody back from the edge. Come on, let the tears flow. Come on, let the tears flow. You belong in the altar. God's moved heaven and earth to reach you. God, don't let it take a tragedy to get their attention. I pray to God the word would be enough. Don't let it be something drastic before they realize the only option they have left is to crawl back to an altar with a broken life. God, don't let it get that bad. Let the conviction in this house be enough to get past everything that's coming against him. Come on, if you're in this altar, lift your voice with a well right now. Come on, if you've got any ounce of Holy Ghost in you, I need your voice lifted right now. It ain't time to whisper, it's time for it's time for groanings that can't be uttered. It's time for intercessors to lift your voice. It's time to take authority over spirits of denial and spirits of hell. It's time to lay down some pride in this place right now. Come on, you're gonna throw your whole soul away for some dream that you never seem to catch. Come on. Come on. What a tragedy to enter into eternity with this message ringing in your ears, knowing I was just a few steps from the altar. Go ahead. Let it go. Let it go. Come on. Push that. Come on. Where are my weepers at? But God, I know Acts 2.38. But God, I've been to church. But God, I knew there was only one God. But you never thought it mattered enough to live the way you should have lived. You never applied it. You heard it. But you didn't grab a hold of it. Come on, that's it. Pray it. Somebody in this building, you're making decisions that are leaving God out of it. And I feel an urgency in this place. God's extending another hand of mercy. You've got an opportunity here to grab a hold of it and let God begin to correct the course you have started on before something explodes in your life that brings you face to face with God. God, I don't want to wait till you pull the rug out from under me. I'm going to crawl to the altar now. Come on, you've been in and out long enough. You've been back and forth long enough. What's it going to take? You know too much to be playing like you're playing. I'm pleading with you, get it settled until you pray through to the Holy Ghost. That's it, church. I'm laying this microphone down. But I need every Holy Ghost-filled person in this house to lift your voice and create an atmosphere in this altar where conviction could do its complete work. Come on, go, lift your voice from the front to the back. I need Holy Ghost filled church members. I need you praying for young people. I need you praying for young couples. Uh, I need you praying for that man. Uh, I need you praying for that boy. Uh, I need you to stretch your hand to somebody and lift, go, go. I need you to pray in the Holy Ghost. Uh, Come on, young man, let the walls down. Would you let the tears flow? That's it, go, take it church. Come on, there are still several praying. Would you stretch your hand to some of these that are still praying? Would you lift your voice one more time? Come on, let's give God time to do what he's doing right now. Come on, is there a church that can linger? Come on, is there a church that can linger right now? Would you lift your voice? Would you begin to pray and stretch your hand to some of these like it was your own child in need of prayer? Come on, I need someone to lift your voice. Can we give God time to do a work right now? Come on, God's pushing through some walls right now. Let's keep an atmosphere of prayer going right now. If you've got the Holy Ghost, would you begin to pray the way your soul wants you to pray right now? Come on, I plead with some people. Conviction is in this house, mercy is in this house. Would you let your spirit be broken? Come on, that's a church. When I put the microphone down, please don't get silent. I need you to push even higher. Carry this prayer meeting. Can you last another 10 minutes with lifted voices? If you've got to join up with somebody, whatever you've got to do, but keep your voice lifted right now. Let God have time to tear down some walls. Come on, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. That's it, pray. Everybody pray it. That's it, help somebody pray Do they pray through. Come on, young man. God's pleading with you tonight. Come on, there are things happening in the Holy Ghost. That's it, church. Come on, that's it. Let God use you. Somebody's feeling prompted of the Holy Ghost. Let God use you right now. Follow it. Don't second guess what you're feeling. Let, let God begin to work through you right now. Come on, let the gifts of the Spirit work. Come on, let intercession begin to flow right now. Somebody pray the way your soul wants you to pray right now. Come on, let God lead your voice in your hands right now. That's it, something's breaking. Go. Come on. Somebody stretch your hand this direction. Somebody stretch your hand to this front right now. Begin to take authority in the Holy Ghost. Come on. God's talking to people. God's prompting somebody. Somebody be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's it. The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. Devil, get your hands off of my family. Devil, get your hands off of these young people. Devil, get your hands off of my son and daughter. That's it. Let the Holy Ghost work right now. Lift your voice with a shout of prayer.